The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. 180! Talking darts, this is At The Oki on SENZ. It's the most wonderful time of the with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer it's the most wonderful time of the year oh yes it's the most wonderful time of the year for a reason as we edge ever closer to the best sporting tournament of the year that is the pdc World Darts Championship. Ben Francis here with you and you're listening to At The Oki on SCNZ and we will be with you for the next hour to talk all things darts. Now, usually the show is on a Monday, but due to the draw for the World Champs uh, it took place this morning, we thought it would be best to do the show 24 hours later so we could get immediate reaction from the man who is next to me and you can discuss who he will be facing, and he's looking very confident, so we're going to get into that very, very shortly. But before we do, we would love to hear from you tonight on At The Oki, so please call through on 0800 150 811, or you can text through on 8833. I want everyone listening to send through their messages of support towards Ben Robb, and everyone who does... We'll go on the draw to win a $200 Dart Depot voucher thanks to our great sponsors, the Dart Depot. This is Ben Robb's last show of the year, so we want to send him off in style. So please get those messages through and that $200 voucher could be all yours. But enough of that, let's bring in the man of the hour who is heading off to the UK in a couple of days' time to compete at Ali Pally. Ben Robb, mate, how are you? <laughs> Good, Benny. What an intro, mate! I'm blushing. Uh, I was, I was literally this morning. I was, you know, it was one of those things. Looking in the mirror, just speaking. I was getting it ready. <laughs> That's when the, all the prep began for that that intro. But also, I'm glad you liked it, mate. And that Christmas music, mate. For whatever reason, when you hear Christmas songs, it just reminds you of the darts and. Mate, we're pretty close. Not far now. Oh, very, very close. It's nearly December, and then we can really, really get into it. Uh, but, mate, we're going to start off. It's all about you at the moment. You're, you're the man of the hour in this country. So the draw took place this morning. I actually missed the first half of it, and when I actually tuned in, it was actually when you got called out. So it was like it was meant to be. <laughs> I was, I was half, a, half asleep, and I looked, oh, oh, the draw's on. So I had to jump on, and I saw it. So I missed the first half, but I tuned in just in time to see that you have been drawn against Irishman, it might be Northern Irishman, Northern Irish. uh, Mickey Mansell, your first round opponent, and the winner of your game will play the defending world champion, Peter Snakebite Wright. <laughs> so well, let's start off, mate. Yeah, You draw Mickey. How, when you saw that name come out, and that's who you'll be playing, what was your immediate reaction? Oh, my immediate reaction was... He beat my mate up on the stage, and I think of old one. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I was I was familiar with his name because he played Hopi when Hopi made his debut, and obviously Hope's had a all that all that COVID going on. It had, wasn't his best preparation, so wasn't a real indication of where New Zealand darts is at the moment. So, uh, yeah, heard that name. It, it could be a lot worse. Uh, obviously, the the seed is, is a lot is a lot you know tougher and a lot more scarier on, on paper. But no, nah, mate, excited for the challenge. Now, this will be Mickey's seventh world champs. This will be your third. Now, Mickey has only actually ever won once 
up on that world stage, which was against Hopi a couple of years ago, which you mentioned. And you actually been the third New Zealander to play, and we probably saw that draw and thought, another one. Another one. Another one. Hey, Preston got him, so... It just shows that Kiwis get some good preparation. We can play some good darts, eh? Hopefully that carries on. And, of course, if you win, you get to, to play Peter Wright. Uh, I don't know if you guys have played, but you probably would have spoken quite a few times because he's been down here for the New Zealand Darts Masters, amongst other things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I beat Simon Whitlock, he was the first one that came over and shake my hand and told me that I play like a true professional. So that was pretty cool coming from Peter Wright. And that was before he won his world title too, so... Um, yeah, I don't, apart from that, don't really interact as much. Um, it'll be a, it'll be a dream to play him. Uh, he's he's one of the the faces of the game. So just to share the stage and and to compete with someone who's accomplished so much would would really be a dream. Um, yeah, and being the first night, um, like we were talking about before the show, I'm going to be the first guy to walk out to the 2023 World Champs. This is pretty cool, pretty special. And obviously have to play twice in one night. So that's another thing to think about. Yeah, so for those that aren't aware, since the World Champs went to a 96-player uh, format, uh, essentially what happens is that the top 32 players in the world get an automatic buy into the second round. So essentially it's all the international qualifiers and some tour card holders. They get drawn up against... Uh, other tour card holders, like the next best 32 essentially from the rankings from across the year. And then the, the draw is done, and then the winner will end up playing one of the seeded players in the next round. And usually the defending champion, in this case Peter Wright, will, will he will be the last game up on that night in the second round. And in that case, that means the first round opponent, which has been Rob and Mickey Mansell, will be the first game at this year's World Champs. And that is, even though the draw, sorry, the schedule has not been finalised, we do know that for certain that Ben will actually be the first player to be walking up on the Alley Pally for 2023 World Champs. So I don't think there's actually been a New Zealander sort of in that position before. You've been that first one up on the stage for the, <laughs> the whole tournament. And it's it's kind of scary because... In that instance, your your whole tournament could be over on the first night, as in you could be the first one eliminated, or you win, and then you have to kind of get mentally prepared to be up on that stage in a matter of hours again. So yep. it's going to be quite a unique situation for you. Yeah, yeah, totally, mate. Um, yeah, it could be the first winner at the World Champs, or it could be the first loser. So it comes with its challenges, but, I mean, whenever you play darts at a high quality, you're never, never worried about losing as such. You just... Try to compete and be the best you can be. Um, playing two games in one day is nothing I'm not used to. In New Zealand, we we have group stages and knockouts, and we pretty much play marathons when it comes to darts. So playing over long distances and, and over a long period of time is not nothing I'm not used to, but obviously the standard. It could be a, it could be a blessing in disguise. Uh, Peter missing the player championship. Um, taking that off might cost him. You know, he's he's a world champ though. But you know, and, and then also, if I'm able to beat Mickey, then man, I, I go into that game just coming off the off the stage, knowing what to expect, knowing what I need to work on, just kind of tidy it up a bit. So it's exciting to kind of see. You know, what could happen if I get a game of head start on them? Yeah, exactly. Because well, Peter Wright hasn't been on, on the TV for these last couple of events. We kind of don't know where his uh, mindset is at the moment because his wife has just come out of hospital, I believe, yeah. after having some surgery. So 
it's going to be really fascinating. But the fact, yeah, as we've said, you know, Ben's going to be the first one up on the stage. So we know exactly when it's going to be. So I think it's going to be uh, December 16th, New Zealand time. Uh, it's going to be probably, what, 7, 7.30 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you, you'll be walking up onto that stage or you'll be in amongst it. I think 8, 8.30. Oh, it's 8.30. Yeah, because I think 7 p.m. start over there. Oh, the t- time time zones is confusing. Yeah, mine might be daylight savings. Who knows <laughs> by the time we get there. Uh, but anyways, there's plenty plenty to react from the draw and one of my first things I noticed from the draw is uh, we said this is going to be your third time there but the two guys you've played before are actually not going to be there this year I know crazy right um, that's nuts Rusty didn't get through and even the Camp. so I must be doing something right for a semi-professional dart player to be playing more world champs than those boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, mate, we'll, we'll have a quick look at the draw, and there's lots of texts coming in, uh, so keep them coming through on double eight double three. As we said, we want you to send through your messages of support for Ben as he heads off to the UK in a couple of days' time. Uh, so this will be one of the last opportunities to really get those messages through before he departs. And, say, anyone who messages through or calls through on 0800-150-811 will go in the draw to win a 200 hundred dollar dart depot voucher and we will pick uh the best message of support for ben uh so essentially ben you've been drawn in the third quarter uh yep. you got your matchup against mickey mansell the other matchups matchups in that one is keen barry and grant sampson from south africa the winner of that will play kim heimbricks uh roby john rodriguez and lawrence alargan will yep. play dimitri vandenberg uh, Danny Jansen and uh, Paolo uh, Nabirida will play Christoph Rutaisky. Steve Beaton, Danny Van Tripp will play, uh, the winner of that will play Johnny Clayton. The winner of Jimi Hendrix, and no, that is, it is Jimmy, not the <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, of course. Uh, he, he's probably heard that multiple times and he's probably furious that I've just said that. Uh, and Jamie Hughes, the winner of that will play Brendan Dolan. You've got Toro Suzuki and Boris uh, Krakma, Krakma. The winner of that will play Nathan Aspinall. And then probably one of the match it's really exciting in this part of the draw. Uh, Josh Rock and Jose Jacia, the winner of that will play Callan Rids. So overall in that section of the draw, which is your your draw, argument's sake, you beat Peter Wright, you could potentially play Keane Barry, a former World Youth Champion, or Kim Hybrick. So you, that p- section of the draw is quite stacked. Yeah. I mean, if you look overall, that whole, <laughs> the whole, the whole field is so dense of quality now. You can't really pick any game. I guess what I've learned since I've gone to two, is it doesn't matter who you're playing if you do not play if you do not show up and hit your mark you're just going to lose. So, uh, so many tough uh, matchups. I think um, all the seeds didn't want to hear that name Josh Rock called with their, with their name. The kid's on fire. Um, and uh, what's his name? Jose. Um, yeah. He's in for a tough one. But when they when they announced the draw. Um, Wayne, Wayne Martel was he was rating them too, so I haven't seen much of him. So um, yeah, I mean, Kellen Rids, big scorer. Josh Rock, big scorer. Josh Rock in good form. That's that's a toughie. It's just tough games all across. Yeah, as you say, it's it's really hard to to you know really analyze some of these games. But upon immediate reaction, you feel that. If Kim Hybricks doesn't bring his A game, then there's a possibility of Keen Barry. And we're, we're all assuming this is how the games are going to play out, of course. Uh, I'm assuming if, a, if Kim Hybricks is not on his A game, a guy like Keen Barry could easily beat him. And the same could be the same as well with Roby John Rodriguez, who's actually had what I would describe a breakout year, considering he's been around for a while. And Dimitri Vandenberg is in all sorts of 
bother at the moment. And that is, those are the kind of games which you could call a, a banana skin. Yeah, storylines across a eh? uh, Roby John obviously going through home issues with his daughter and still performing at that high quality that he's been like going at all year. So you know, like credit to him for going through all that and still performing. Um, Dimmy's you know re re uh, signed with um, Target, going going through barrel changes and all that. Like it's got to be a factor. Well, his darts are very different, very different, very shape. different. But Dimitri Vandenberg is a pedigree. I mean, the kid, when he's on, he could be anybody on his day. He's one of those guys that can hit 120 average and people will just think like, oh, yeah, that's just what Demi does. But, yeah, I mean, even across, even Grant Sampson, didn't he knock out Devin Peterson in the South African playoff? so, yeah. So, you know, like, that guy's got a, a, thing to, a, a point to prove. And, I mean, oh, just across the board, every time they even if you don't know them, they've got a the story behind them and, you know, if you're at the World Champs, you, you're a good dart player, so anything can happen on the day. Uh, we're going to look at the first quarter of the draw now. As I say, lots of messages coming through, so keep them coming through on double eight double three or call 0800 150 Go on the draw to win that $200 dart depot voucher. But the first quarter of the draw, which involves the current world number one girl in price, he'll play the winner of Luke Woodhouse or our Ukrainian qualifier, Vladislav Olomachenko. Well done with that name, mate. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> good practicing. Then... Uh, and we're going to touch on this matchup later, but he could potentially play Raymond Van Barneveld, and this is all assuming, but then Barney would have to go through Ryan Meehul or Lisa Ashton. Ryan Searle, potentially Richie Burnett, Adam Gavlas. This matchup, Christian Perez, Simon Whitlock, the winner of that will play Jose D'Souza. And then this one as well, there's so many matchups on this side, I'm just going, ooh, no, it's real toughies. Jim Williams and Sebastian Belichick, uh, the winner of that will play James Wade, William O'Connor, Bo Greaves. The winner of that could play Gabriel Clements. Uh, Richie Edhouse and David Cameron, the winner of that will play Danny Noppet. And Alan Souter and Mal Cumming, of course we've had Mal on the show a couple of times, the winner of that could play Daryl Gurney. I look at that section of the draw, uh, and I think, I hope Gurwin and Barney play again because they had a couple of excellent matches up uh, at the recent Grand Slam. I look at Simon Whitlock. Uh, He's not in the top 32 anymore, and I'm thinking he could tip up a few people, and I think he's more than capable of chipping up Jose. Uh, I look at Willie O'Connor and Bo Greaves as a very intense matchup, and I feel, um, and I'm happy to put this out there, I think if Bo can beat William O'Connor, I think she could easily beat Gabriel Clements as well. Uh, and then I'm really excited to see how Alan Souter and Mal Cumming go, uh, and potentially I think one of those guys could knock over Daryl Gurney, so I think uh, that section of the draw, there could be a couple of seeds that tumble out. Mate... Benny Francis is not holding back tonight, mate. Some big predictions there. Um, yeah, I mean, across the board, mate. Simon Woodlock not being in the top 32. Since I've been playing darts, I've never seen that. He's fallen out the top 32. Now it's a lot of hard work. Jose de Souza, I mean, they call him a special one for a reason. That guy could just light it up. I think the world of darts is, is so eager to watch this Bo Greaves and William O'Connor game. Um because there's so much like hype on Bo, and and rightfully so, she's playing amazing. So, I mean, is it going to have a Fallon Sherrick type vibe? Is the crowd just going to absolutely fall in love with her and and just pile this pressure on William? But well, the fact she's English as well, the crowd's going to be definitely behind her. Definitely. Um, last year, uh, the international fans weren't really at the Alley Pally. Remember, these were all mostly English. Yeah. So, you know, the football kind of fans were were were, were loud. 
hopefully this time around there's a bit more mix of of not just English fans because if you were in English you were getting booed last year and you were getting and they weren't shy about it. But um, even um, Alan suit, Suits and, and Mel Cumming, uh, I'm I'm you know me and Mel uh, got an Airbnb over there to practice uh, before this. So we're gonna you know catch up and smash it out. And Suits is coming off his first quarterfinal major. Mate, there is just so much to unpack in all these bloody groups, mate. Yeah, there's plenty to go through. And we're going to go through the next uh, section of the draw, so the second quarter and the fourth quarter after this break here on At The Yockey, proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot, darts, dartboards, lighting, and more. The Dart Depot, keep those messages coming through on 8833 or call 0800-150-811 and go on the draw to win a $200 Dart Depot voucher. Royal Deluxe and So Dangerous. That will be the song Big Rig Ben Robb walks out onto the Alexandra Palace stage when he's the first man to walk up there for the 2023 World Darts Championships. You're listening to At The Oki here on SCNZ, brought to you by the Dart Depot, darts, dartboards, lighting, and more. The Dart Depot. And if you want to go on the draw to win a $200 Dart Depot voucher tonight, then call through 0800-150-811 or text us on double eight double three. Send through a message of support uh, for the big rig. This will be one of the few opportunities you'll get before he heads off to the UK. So take advantage and it's very simple. You could win a $200 voucher and buy all the big rig merch you want when he becomes a world champion. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, about five, six weeks' time. But we're got, we're breaking down the draw. Of course, the show's usually on the Monday night, but the draw took place this morning, so we're breaking it down. We're breaking, we've broken down Ben Robb's quarter, broken down Girl and Price's quarter. So now let's move on to the quarter, which involves the bully boy Michael Smith as a top seed in that one, which is the second quarter. Uh, Michael Smith goes in as the fourth seed into the tournament, and uh, Jermaine Watamina or Nathan Rafferty, Whoever wins that will play Michael Smith. And you've got Martin Lukeman against uh, Noburio Yamamoto. Whoa, well done, Pete. I, I think I got that wrong, so I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sir. Uh, the winner of that will play Martin Schindler. Uh, and then Ricky Evans and Fallon Sherrick. We'll talk a bit about that. Uh, the winner of that will play Joe Cullen. Uh, and then Adrian Lewis, Daniel Larson, the winner of that to play Damon Hitter. Florian Hempel, Keegan Brown to potentially play Luke Humphreys. Cameron Menzies and Diego uh, Portella, the winner of that could play Vincent Vandervoort. Andrew Gilding and Robert Owen, the winner of that will play Dave Chisnell. And Gert Nietzsche's Leonard Gates, the winner of that to play Stephen Bunting. Quite a bit to break down in this draw. Uh, we were speaking off air that uh, if it's Jermaine Watamina against Michael Smith, well, first it's going to be a really fast game. Yeah. Uh, but I guess if you were Michael Smith, he, potentially playing a Jermaine Watamina as one guy you probably wanted to avoid. Uh, and he's back in good form, isn't he? Exactly. It took a while. He took a break from the the, the uh, quality he was playing, but he's definitely back playing his, uh, his best game. And that Martin Lukeman, he's had a cracking year. He has, he has, and I think he said he's a builder, and he's now kind of, kind of, kind of concentrate on those darts full time. So I don't see, you know, when you're probably yeah. one of these players and you draw a lower rank seed that you could potentially play, you're yeah. probably feeling like, oh, I could make a bit of a run here, and especially in the form you've been in as well. But Martin Schindler's had a, a very good year, and that's why he's a seeded player. Yeah, but if you if you're Lukeman, I'm not too sure about uh, the other player there. I'm not going to have a crack at that name, but. Um, yeah, if I was Martin Lukeman, um, I'd be pretty happy with that draw. Um, definitely capable of beating Martin Schindler, but 
Martin Schiller just seems to like thrive on the stage. He seems like he's comfortable up there, so it's a good matchup. And Ricky Evans usually a, a fan favourite. Or yeah. I don't think he's going to be a fan favourite uh, this time around because he's drawn against Fallon Sherrick, and that's going to be quite the the test. Yeah, well, mate, Ricky Evans. Everyone loves him, but everyone loves Steve Beaton too, and he got pummeled last year. Exactly, didn't he? and he's got, it was his record breaking world champs as well. And yeah. he's getting he got he's, pummeled. He's, yeah, but um, do you think that the fans would still welcome Fallon? With the whole controversy of her entry into the tournament? Yeah, see, this is a very interesting one because Fallon had actually missed out and then uh, I think it was last week uh, the PDC put out a press release and said that they are going to include her because moving forward uh, they're going to include the winner of the Women's World Match Play and as Fallon won it this year they said that she would get in. It was met with lots of controversy and it's a bit of a weird one because I guess this is not her doing. Yeah. So I guess any criticism towards her was probably a bit unwarranted. Uh, and I feel like that if you have a felon in there, there's probably going to be a bit more of an interest. But I, I can. I, it's really difficult because at the same time, I can see why people are frustrated. They said, okay, if you're going to do this, why not start it next year? Yeah. Um, you, so, can, you can definitely see both sides. Yeah, you can see both sides. So if she, look, she's in a she's between a rock and a hard place, you know. Yeah. And, and it's probably she is probably getting unwanted criticism or un, unnecessary criticism towards her. Yeah. Um, and she recently came out and said, look, lots of the women players don't want me to to do well because I've been competing against the men, and that's where I want to be going. But I think part of that as well was it wasn't necessarily criticism towards her. It was more because Bo Greaves was playing so well, and they were thought, you know, here's this. Up-and-coming star. Yeah, exactly. So there, look, there's every way you can look at it, but at the end of the day, she's there. She has an opportunity. Yeah. So now she has to capitalise on it, and look, she can end up playing Joe Cullen if she beats Ricky Evans. Mate, and I'll tell you what, the PDC rang me and said, hey, Ben, we're going to give you a spot if you won this tournament. I'm not going to say, you know what, no thank you. <laughs> I'm going to turn down $15,000. Uh, she's a dart player. She has a life. She's going to make her own money, and she brings a lot of revenue into the sport. So... Say what you want. It's not on her, like you said. Um, but I look forward to seeing if she can come back and, and all that on top of her, how she's going to perform. And Ricky Evans is going to give you no time to think about it because he, he picks his darts out before you get to the hockey. Oh, it's incredible health. If you haven't seen Ricky Evans' story, guys, take a look. Quick. What's his nickname? Rapid. Rapid. So quick. And, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, he's probably not that quick. No, th- this guy's quick, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm serious. Now... Uh, the other matchup we kind of touched on a bit earlier, the Adrian Lewis Damon Hitter, that had been a potential second round matchup. Oh. Now, now Damon, he, I'm not saying he's out of form, but he probably hasn't been playing as well as he was earlier this year. And you coming up against a guy like Adrian Lewis, who's a two time world champion potentially, yeah, must be pretty daunting. Daunting. Yeah, but you know, like I said about Demi being pedigree, Damon has got all the same quality. So. Um, at the moment, getting on the stage, I hasn't really performed to to his his standard, and he and he knows that too. But there's no better better time to rewrite all the mistakes you've made throughout the year and make up for it at the World Champs. Because even when Michael Van Gogh won all those tournaments that when he's that dominant year and he lost that lost the World Champs, he said he would give all those titles to win a world title. So um, yeah, it's a moment to to make up for for poor performances that he would agree with. But geez, Adrian Lewis. Every time he gets there, even as a Dar fan, you just wait. You want Adrian Lewis to to perform. You want to see that jackpot 
that that effortless throw coming back into darts because it was so nice to watch and mate, I just against my mate, oh. Leave him alone, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other matchup I'm really intrigued about in this quarter of the draw, uh, and that is Keegan Brown against Florian Hempel, because Florian has been in good form this year, and if I'm picking the, the games now, I think he will beat Keegan Brown. Uh, and then he would end up playing Luke Humphreys, who has had a breakout year, now number five in the world. I would say pretty much odds on to be picked in the Premier League, but that's a discussion yeah, for another day. Love, he would love that. That would be a very tough second round matchup. Yeah, definitely. Um, Luke, not has he won a major? Hasn't won a major, has he? He hasn't won a major, but he's sitting fifth. He's without sitting, a major. Shows. Well, he, he's won. Th- I think he won three or four European Euro- titles this year. He re- yep. he, I think he made a couple of finals as well, uh, and he took a bit of a break a couple of years ago. You know, said mental health reasons, and he's gone out, lost away. Well, we had him on the show earlier this year, of course, yeah. and. He's really reaping the rewards, and he's one of these young guys coming through who probably will be a world champion sooner rather than later. Yeah, fear, and fears no one either. He seems to thrive against Michael Van Gogh. Oh yeah, exactly. So, had some great matchups recently. Yeah, and he's in form too. So, but there's so many guys on that paper. You go, I can see him being a former world champion, but there's only one world champion every year. So, she's tough. She's tough work, but definitely. Um, Florian's in good form. The way he won his qualifier too, he was fired up for it too. I watched that video, so he's up for it. Keep your messages coming through. Double eight, double three, or call 0800 150 811. Uh, you go on the draw to win a $200 Dart Depot voucher, and there's uh, some messages from some pretty big names. Uh, so we're going to get to those a bit soon. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> All right. So no pressure, mate. Oh, yeah. uh, so we've got one section of the draw to break down now, and that is Michael Van Gerwen's section. And... Well, Michael's been in incredible form this year. Um, I think he's probably odds-on favourite for most people to win the World Champs, but we'll get into that a bit later. But Niall Zonneveld or Louis Williams will play Michael Van Gerwen the second round. Uh, then you have Mike Decker, Jeff Smith, the winner of that to play Mensur Sulovic. Uh, Carl Seladak, uh, Raymond Smith, the winner will play Dirk Van Dydenboda. John O'Shea against Darius Labanowskis, who you probably know from the World Cup. Well, yep. Did you play him in that Lithuania game, or you were there, weren't you? Uh, I was there. Uh, Hope I and Cody played him, but yeah. Uh, Ross Smith, the winner of that will play Ross Smith. Uh, this is this is this is brutal. I feel I feel bad for Rob Cross for this one. He might have to play Scott Williams or Ryan Joyce. We'll touch on that very shortly. A North American battle between Matt Campbell and Danny Bagish with the winner to play Mervyn King, uh, Madras Razma, and. Uh, Parakash Jiwa, the Indian qualifier, the winner that's played Gary Anderson, and Martin Klemacher against uh, Shi Shing Han to play uh, Dude, Chris. You're killing the names today, mate. Good oh, job. I watched I watched Michael Bridge read a few, and I was like, oh, that's, that's how you say it. But this once we, we said this all the sections. This one has some incredible matchups. Uh, as I said, the one I want to talk about the most is Scott Williams, who's not a tour card holder, but has won a PDC title this year. Yeah. Against Ryan Joyce, who did pretty well at the Players' Championship final recently, had to go through the qualifiers to reach there. So he's in good form. And the winner of that will have to play Rob Cross, who was the finalist at the Players' Championship just recently, and of course a former world champion. Mate, oh, how good. Um, Scott Williams, too, is like just out of nowhere. Just put his name up from the challenge tour. Won a pro tour. Ryan Joyce, what did he get through today this morning? Yeah, he did. So the, the, you know, he's up for a fight. Rob Cross has got you know he's got a tough, tough game ahead of him. I like the Matt Campbell, Danny Baggish. Yeah, so do I. I really like Canada that. Canada versus the USA, man. It's just got something about it. Hopefully 
the crowd gets behind that because that's a pretty cool game. Um, but even like, I haven't seen much of Mervyn King this year. Uh, falling back in the rankings, haven't really seen him on any televised events. Mate, Raymond Smith, he had a great World Champs last year. He did. So if he finds that same form, I mean, he, he could run with Dirk Van Dyvenberg. I'm not too sure about uh, that Corral Sidley, Sidlisic. How do you say that? Sidlisic? I'm not, I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> Some tough names in there, man. But, oh, man. Even the mentor um, lineup, Mike DeDecker, Jeff Smith, mentor. I, I can't pick that. Um, Jeff Smith got through this morning. Michael uh, Louis Williams, this kid's this kid's special too. Young Welshman. Yeah, he started off at the start of the year real firing, hundred ten plus averages like a Josh Rock early on, uh, and um, had a baby recently, so maybe extra bit of motivation. Michael Van Gerwen at the moment, man, he looks something special at the moment. He's he's back in his form. And we'll touch on Michael Van Gerwen and what he did uh, coming up very shortly here on at the Oki, but. Yeah, if Louis Williams goes through to play Van Gogh, and that's going to be, it's probably going to be like a 140, at least a 140 fest. I'm not going to say 180s, but it's yeah. definitely going to be a lot of 140s. And I, th- I think Louis beat him. I think yeah. Louis has beat Michael Van Gogh, so he's not he's not afraid of him. Uh, and the other uh, kind of matchup I'm looking forward to uh, Ross Smith and potentially who he plays because he's had a breakout year. Uh, so I'm very curious to see how he goes and how he handles. Uh, the section of the draw, and, and the same with kind of Gary Anderson as well, who's kind of slowly dropping away. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be, I'm just curious to know whether, not necessarily his passion, but how far he's going to go because he's like, he's a guy who I see, if he doesn't do well, he's probably going to start dropping ever more and more down the rankings, like we have seen uh, with some of our other seeded players or guys who aren't even seeded anymore. Yeah. Um, Defending big money, he's defending a final, defending two hundred and fifty thousand pound. Same with Gerwin Price. Not much has been said about that. He's defending half of his ranking this this tournament. Um, Michael Smith went out first round two years ago, so he's defending nothing. So everything Michael Smith does this year is just cream on his ranking, and he looks like a guy who's going to break that top two after this tournament. I think there's so many storylines in this world champs. It's crazy. You've done your homework. Mate, I love darts, mate. I followed it. No, as soon as I got into it, mate, me and John Hurry, mate, we just talked darts all the time. And Mate, there's just so much going on. If Gary Anderson loses first round, he could probably fall out 32. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it is crazy. And uh, we are 25 minutes away from 10 here on At The Oki. Coming up after the break, speaking of players dropping down the rankings, we're actually going to touch on some of the guys who have missed out because there have been some big names that have missed out on this champs and some big names who have lost their tour cards. But keep those messages coming through on double eight double three. Call 0800 150 811 and you go on the draw to win a $200 Dart Depot voucher. 21 minutes away from 10 here on SENZ's At The Oki with the Ben Francis and Big Rig Ben Rob. show is brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is your one-stop shop for all things Dart and Q. Visit thedartdepot.co.nz and keep those messages coming through, double eight double three. Everyone who texts through a message of support for Ben Rob, who is heading off to the World Champs in a couple of days, goes in the draw to win a $200 voucher from the Dart Depot. Quite a bit of money, a nice set of darts. Big Rigs darts are very popular. I'd recommend getting a set of those or even one of his shirts. You can even buy Big Rig socks, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) One day, mate. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, I'd probably buy them, to be honest. I think I'm getting <laughs> socks for Christmas. Uh, but we've just analysed, we've broken down the draw for all the 96 players that are taking part. I think there's 28 different countries being represented this year, so it's great to see the different uh, representation in darts. Uh, but lots of big names missed out. So we can celebrate all the guys that made it. Great to see them there, but some big names have missed out on the World Champs, and some have even lost their tour card. So I'll just run through some of the names who have missed out. Ian White. Crazy. Who's been, who's been, who's been in the, not saying at the top, but in and in in amongst it for many years. He's dropped down the rankings, and he's 38th in the world. So he's the highest-ranked player to miss out. On the world on the world champs and his ranking will probably keep dropping. Devin Peterson, the South African, he's missed out too. Uh, his form has probably not been there, unfortunately, this year, um, which is a real shame because he's you talk African darts. You talk Devin Be- Peterson. Oh, and then you know, what eighteen months ago, had a patch where yeah was hitting the most one eighties in all of the whole PDC. So one of the best walk ons as well. Oh, he's, yeah, he's just a cool dude. And uh, other guys, Ron Muhlenkamp, who you played in your inaugural World Champs, and I like to say that when you hit your 170 against him, there were guys making reference to a story I wrote about you. Um, Jason Lowe, who is not a, na- a big name, but he, I think this is his third year with his tour card, and in the ter- especially in his first year, he was he did really well. I think he probably made the third or fourth round in his debut World Champs. So. Stone-faced killer, that dude, too. Yeah. Loves playing on the big stage. Not even going to get a chance this year. It's crazy. Exactly. And then we go to Max Hopp, John Henderson, who won the World Cup with Scotland what, about 18 months ago, and they were saying he's going to have the, the Johnny Clayton effect, but it's had the opposite. He's lost yeah. his tour card now. I know. It's crazy. He's out of the PDC. Out of the PDC. Of course, you can get it back at Q School, but the I'm not going to say the biggest name to miss out, but probably the one with the, the highest profile is Glenn Durrant, yeah. uh, the Premier League champion, a three-time BDO world champ who... He got COVID, and ever since then, he just hasn't been able to find his form. He's said that you know he just found bad habits in his throw, and he's just been trying to fix it. And he's he's such a nice guy, and to see him struggling is a real shame. Uh, he pretty much said after he missed out, he went to the the last qualifiers today or overnight and lost in the first round. And he said, "I'm no longer a professional darts player. Part relief, part incredibly disappointed." I'm not retired, just no longer a pro player in 2023, and I aim to come back at Q School uh, in 2024. You've been warned. Good. Uh, which I'm really glad to see because, as I said, Glenn's a nice guy. Real nice guy. Uh, he always had dreams of coming to the PDC, uh, always admitted that his BDO titles were amateur uh, a lot of pressure on his back coming in as a three-time BDO champion, but I'd say lived up or exceeded expectations. 100%. Got picked in the in the Premier League and won that, uh, and had some incredible moments. I think he, he you know he's reached quarterfinals of major tournaments as well, and to kind of see him drop away like he has is disappointing. But we're all hoping he can bounce back uh, when he goes back to get his tour card. Yeah, mate, he won the Premier League. That's the the world's you know best star players all in one area. And he won that and won a what? Something like, is it the second highest paid? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was tough, man. Tough to see a guy go from that high to, you know, within, what, two years straight after that, losing his tour card. Yeah. Just shows that, you know, he could just change it any time for anyone. Same with uh, Adrian Lewis. Just 
you just fall out of form. Exactly. Uh, this is going to be your last chance as well to get those messages through on double eight double three to send your uh, messages through to Ben Rob. One of them will be winning a $200 Dart Depot voucher. Uh, but before we get to those messages, uh, some big news has happened in darts in the last couple of weeks. We've touched on the draw, which has been the main talking point. Uh, but Michael Smith, world number four, finally broken his major title drought in the ninth attempt of asking losing two world championship finals he's lost I think he's lost probably every final, final you, think of. you can think of and he's finally done it he's now the grand slam champion he's done it and all the players have been saying when he does it he will be very tough to beat oh he's the most naturally gifted dart player you can see just throws effortlessly they just seem to always go in triple 20 um, Aspinall just kind of had a shocking final and let him kind of really roll into that into that win. Yeah, he he, well, he said after the final, he said, look, I, I was a long day uh, and I probably just didn't cope with it. But it was quite interesting hearing him say that because Nathan Aspinall, he's been dealing with injury and he's starting to fight back. Um, but before that, he won the UK Open, which is a, which was he had a long day to win that and he beat Rob Cross in the final. And Rob Cross actually said the similar thing. He said it was just a long day for me. So... Uh, yeah, just shows on the day, I exactly. guess. It could just kind of get on top of you or, or not, just probably depending on confidence. Um, but, yeah, cool to see Michael Smith win a major. Everyone giving him a bit of stick online and, and whatnot about not being able to get over the line. So happy for him. He's a good, he's a good guy and obviously super talented. So just makes him that much dangerous in this world champs. Exactly. And then uh, just a couple of days ago, Michael Van Gerwen winning the Players' Championship Finals. Uh, he was he was what I would call virtually unplayable. If you were to play like a video game, uh, you would probably <laughs> it'd be like on that really hard mode, impossible to beat. It'd be like let's say uh, let's say Manchester City uh, with Erling Haaland and all their superstars playing <laughs> uh, the the under fives at the, your, your local uh, football clubs. So that, that's that's how unplayable he was. He hit a nine data. He was on for a nine data about four or five times in that game, and he hit a one seventy finish in there as well. Well, uh, Rob Cross put up a valiant effort, but uh, I, I don't even think like, a robot could have beat a Michael Van Gogh. <laughs> robot. That was the perfect description of what went down. Um, I think he just let all those players know in that back room that he's back and he's going to make a big push for this world champs. Yeah. How scary is that, playing that? Like, what are you going to You, gotta, you li- literally have to hit nine dart breaks and to the, even have a chance. And the thing is, when someone's playing that good and you're up on that stage, it's not like you can just hide anywhere. You kind of because you'll, you'll be you'll be disappointed and you'll be thinking, oh. but you can't hide anywhere. You just have to keep going, and I, <laughs> I would find that probably the hardest part. Oh mate, and it was just relentless. It was just big score after big score. Um, damn, he's going to be hard to beat this year. Good luck to whoever's playing him. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. We're 13 minutes away from 10 here on at the Oki. Uh, all brought to you by the Dart Depot, darts, dartboards, lighting, and more. The Dart Depot, after the break, we're going to go through all your messages of support for Ben Rob, and there has been lots, so we'll get to them after this break. Eight minutes away from 10 here on SENZ's At The Oki, and it is the time of the show we have all been waiting for, and that is to go through our messages of support <laughs> for Ben, and someone will be walking away with a $200 Dart Depot voucher. Uh, I've actually started off with one I received... Uh, myself personally 
Uh, this one says, so proud of the big rig. He's accomplished so much this year and playing so incredibly well. We know that Ben's sponsors are over the moon with his performance and the way in which he conducts himself day to day. Absolutely amped to watch Ben get up on that world stage for the third time. Go the mighty big rig. You can probably guess who that's from. Is that from Andy? That's correct. Ah, he's a good man, bro. He's always supporting me. I love that, man. I've got lots of other texts come through. We've got heaps. Uh, even our very own Mark Stafford. Staffy has messaged through saying uh, the Poms love uh, Big Ben the clock. They will love Big Ben the Kiwi. Go well, big man. Can't wait. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, Staffy, mate. Uh, and we've got plenty more here. Uh, one person's messaged through and saying, I think Glenn is commentating on the modus when Ben is over there, so you'll get to meet him. But you were telling me you've actually met Glenn before. Yeah, he's a nice bloke. Uh, yeah, can't wait to be in that environment too. Uh, we've got one here from uh, Tim loving the show boys just starting my dad's journey what a game between Rob Cross and MVG the other day yep definitely Tim that was definitely a a, crazy game a crazy game that's probably the best way to to definitely put it (laughs) Uh, we've got another one here saying congrats Ben uh, and then one saying, can he outline the week at Modus or Live League or is it just hush hush Uh, Ben's touched on it before I think you've got Raymond Smith I think that's all I know, but I'm pretty hush-hush on everything else. I don't really share nothing until you get there. Oh, yeah. Well, Ben's playing in the Moda Super Series, which is streamed on YouTube. Uh, try and, the world try and read that one. It says, go show to world. Can you say that one? Go on, Ben. Oh, there we are. Yeah, I was, go on, I was go looking, on say I was that. Go show. I think it's meant to say, go show the world what we made of. We got this. All right. <laughs> that's that's was, my dad's one. I know it's my uh, dad's words, man. He did it. If my dad did it, he'd be like, go show T World what we've made of. We got this. I hate. <laughs> he's talking like he's like a le- leprechaun. <laughs> he's pretty. Now you've met him, bro. He's a little moldy leprechaun, man. <laughs> good luck to the big fella safe travels and just do what you do the man cheers uh, mate. daniel go well big rig uh from the king of uh, the quins road cave to the king of the alley pally can't wait to watch you carve it up with my little man who loves darts thanks cheers, for man. that one daniel good luck and travel well ben from everyone uh, at the hamilton darts club thanks you guys for tuning in uh woohoo go the big rig can't wait to watch uh you on the biggest stage of all you've got this uh but we you've decided to choose one in particular so uh you can read that one out it says let's go big rig can feel the flu coming on overnight on the 15th so i can witness the world be put on notice that kiwi darts is coming to take over what a cool message yeah well unfortunately no name to the text so i'll be in touch with you very shortly uh congratulations you are going to be the winner of the uh 200 dart depot voucher but ben mate this is your last show of the year with us uh look i remember talking to this uh, about you and we're here we've done it it's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure doing it with you all the best cheers mate uh we have a two-hour special on the 12th of december i think for at the Oki, so we're going to try to get Ben on for that. Uh, we can't wait for that, but as I said, it's been absolutely awesome doing it with you, and we can't wait to do it again next year. All the best, mate. I'm so proud of you. I feel like we started the darts journey together. You made your TV debut uh, on the first time I covered the Auckland Darts Masters, so mate, it's been a special building connection. building history together, mate. Building history together. Uh, that is time for at the Oki here on SCNZ. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Mm-hmm.